Welcome to South Florida Sunday, Sharina with you. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Jonathan Turkish. That name might sound familiar to you if you're local to Palm Beach County. Dr. Turkish is an OBGYN with the Palm Beach Health Network Physician Group, and he's also on staff at Good Samaritan Medical Center. Good morning, and thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining me today. What types of women in OBGYN care do you specialize in? So I specialize in uh, women from adolescence all the way up to menopause and beyond. Um, I offer a full scope of gynecologic care, uh, including uh, many cancer screenings. Um, I also offer obstetric care, low risk and high risk. So Hmm. kind of a full scope of OBGYN. Oh, yeah. You cover everything. Absolutely. Uh, So I wanted to talk about ovarian cancer and endometrial cancers. Um, It's something that affects so many women. And I feel like only just recently have people started to kind of shine a light on it and, you know, are starting to share their stories. What are the differences between endometrial and ovarian cancers? So the endometrium is really the inner part of the uterus. It's actually the lining of the uterus, whereas the ovaries are separate. They're kind of responsible for uh, the hormones, the estrogen and the progesterone. Um, so they're, they're actually two very different cancers that kind of get lumped together, but they're, they're, they're very separate uh, from one another, and they really present differently uh, in a patient. And are there certain symptoms? Like, what are the symptoms that uh, women should kind of look out for? So endometrial cancer or uterine cancer, one and the same. Uh, versus ovarian cancer, different symptoms. Typically, a woman age 35 and above who's having irregular periods, this could be an early warning sign um, of some endometrial abnormality or the beginnings of endometrial cancer. Uh, is When you're talking about ovarian cancer, you're really talking about very subtle symptoms. So mm. somebody who might have some chronic pain, it might be dull pain, or it could be somebody who has a lot of bloating. These could be potential symptoms, signs and symptoms of ovarian cancer, and, and any of these symptoms should bring you into the gynecologist as soon as possible. And ovarian symptoms, that can go for any age. Correct, correct. Yeah, again, um, more commonly we see these things in the mid-30s uh, to 40s, and, and again, uh, subtle symptoms, but uh, typically abdominal pain and some bloating. And those are like very common symptoms too. Um, are there other types of ovarian cancers? So there are different types of ovarian cancer, but the one that we really hear about, um, the most common one, um, is uh, the one that you, you'll, you'll really see that presents in the late 30s and early 40s, and it kind of increases uh, with age. Um, there are some less aggressive uh, type of ovarian cancers in the younger population, but by and large, the most common ones are the ones that present in the late 30s, 40s, and 50s. Okay, so when you talk about ovarian cancer, how does that typically develop? Is it genetics or? So genetics definitely plays a large role um, in ovarian cancer and to a lesser extent endometrial cancer. Um, People may have heard about the BRCA genes and BRCA genes Mm -hmm. a lot of times are associated with breast cancer, but um, somebody who has a mutation in the BRCA1 gene or the BRCA2 gene, they definitely have a higher risk for ovarian cancer. So we encourage women who have um, family members, multiple family members who might have breast cancer, ovarian cancer, uterine cancer, colon cancer, we encourage them to come in and talk to us about um, genetic counseling or genetic screening or or, uh, cancer gene screening and see if that's something that um, should be done. It's a simple blood test. And actually somebody who tests positive for any of these things, there are certain things that we can do to mitigate the risks for any of these cancers developing. What about lifestyles? Does living a certain way increase your chances of uh, getting one of these cancers? Yeah, absolutely. So 
you know, lifestyle things such as a healthy diet, um, you know, avoiding smoking, um, avoiding excessive alcohol use, um, you know, lack of exercise, all things that can lead to obesity can definitely increase risk for these cancers. Um, so, like, the earlier you catch and diagnose any cancer, you have a better chance at treating it and a better chance at survival. So how often would you recommend patients come in for screenings for, like, breast cancer, endometrial cancer, and ovarian cancer? Sure. So um, so cervical cancer, actually, which we're not so much talking about, mm-hmm. but um, that is the one true cancer that we can catch even before it becomes cancer through the pap smear. And oh, wow. we recommend from age 21 up that you start your cervical cancer screening. As far as breast cancer screening, um, that starts at home with self-breast awareness, uh, just being aware of your breast and if you have any symptoms like itching or pain or, or redness or any lumps or bumps, those are things that should bring you into the gynecologist. As far as clinical breast exams, we start doing them from about age 25 and up yearly. And then we recommend, of course, the mammogram from age 40 and up. When you're talking about endometrial cancer, unfortunately, we don't have any good screening tools. So again, early symptoms, irregular periods after age 35, these are things that you should look out for and come in to see us. And uh, what can patients kind of expect when they go in for these screenings? Uh, well, it's, you know, a typical um, uh, GYN exam, uh, which includes the pap smear, um, a pelvic exam where we're kind of examining the uterus and the ovaries to check for any enlargements or abnormalities. And then the clinical breast exam, we're feeling for lumps, bumps, looking for any asymmetry in the breast. Okay, and let's say you do find something during one of these screenings. Uh, What are your treatment options? Uh, It really depends on the stage at which you're diagnosed. Uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, the earlier, the better. Um, But typically, it includes surgery, um, hysterectomy, which is the removal of the uterus, as well as the removal of the ovaries. Um, And then it's chemotherapy and possibly uh, radiation therapy. And then what about prevention? We talked about it um, can playing sports and exercising regularly, maybe not smoking, that can help your chances of not developing it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, healthy lifestyle. There's nothing uh, better than healthy, healthy lifestyle to help to prevent these cancers. Um, a good diet, exercising three to four times a week, 30 minutes at a time, um, you know, all things that can help decrease your risk for hypertension and diabetes and obesity. These are all things that can help to decrease the risk of developing cancer. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You've been super informative, Dr. Turkish. Um, How can listeners uh, get in touch with you or your office to set up an appointment or find out more information? Sure. So my office number, I'll give you my number. It's 561-440-2462. And we're located right next to Good Samaritan Hospital. We're actually in the Victor Ferris building, which is adjacent to the hospital. And it's 1411 North Flagler Drive, and we're Suite 8000 on the eighth floor. That's in West Palm Beach. And uh, also, you can uh, look us up on, on the web. My web address is tbhnphysiciangroup.com. Oh, there you have it. If you're interested in making an appointment or finding out more information, you know where to find them. Thank you so much again, Dr. Turkish. Thank you. I appreciate the time.